Hey, uh, we are talking about a series called Values. And I love this because it talks about who we are. Not because I like talking about myself. Because it makes me think about who I am. Means what am I doing? Because what we do determines who we are. If I want to be healthy, I will exercise. <laughs> If I want to be uh, have more money, I will go to Discover Money class. If I, if I want to become smarter with women, I will go to discover a woman's heart class. <laughs> But they will not let me in because I'm a man. <laughs> But what we do makes who we are. And that's what we talk about values. Tonight we're going to talk about excited and hospitable. Hospitable. <laughs> that's a fun word. Hospitable. Hospitable. <laughs> Excited is what we're first going to talk about. Excited! Okay. Excited is the joy of the Lord is our strength. God gives us purpose for how to live and that gives us Joy. And we get excited. And God has a way of doing this. God loves to fill our hearts with wonder. The wonder of God. Showing us how amazing life can be. God made everything around us. This is a miracle. I mean, think about how far away the star is. Millions and millions of kilometers away. But yet, We can still see the light. That's amazing. That makes us say, wow. I'm excited about life. It's amazing. He also does amazing things inside of us. The miracle in our hearts. And that fills us with wonder. See, God made everything. And he made it for us to know him. 
our sin separates us from this God. Because of our mistakes. Because of my mistakes. I separate myself from God. But God says, oh no. I love you too much. I will not stay away. I will come to you as a man named Jesus. So God comes to us as a man named Jesus 2,000 years ago. And he shows us the wonder of God. The, the miracles God can do inside of us. And then he says, this is for you all. But the world did not like him. Our sin still wanted to push him away. So they killed him. He died on a cross. But Jesus was God. Which means it wasn't a normal death. It means he took all the sin of all of us in all the world and said, I got it. I forgive you. I take it all on me because I'm going to put you in wonder. You're going to say, wow. God is good. Yeah, God is good. But he didn't stop on the cross to prove it was true. He came from the dead and did did even more miracles. And he sends the Holy Spirit to us now. The one we felt during worship. And that is our hope. That we can now make a choice to find hope in Jesus. The forgiveness of our sin. This is the wonder of God. This is amazing what he can do inside of you. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God gives us hope. It fills us with excitement. Because we get the excitement of healing in our heart. We're filled with joy. But the world is the opposite. We have this choice. The world offers depression. When we take our focus off of Jesus, 
we give it to the world. And we start to feel this is more important. God did this amazing thing for me. But I'm more worried about what's in this world. It says in Romans, they gave up the wonder of God for created things. Sometimes I do this. I get more worried about my cell phone. I get jealous of other people's possessions. I get frustrated with the people I work with. Not you, but you know, other people. And I separate myself from God. But God says, I got you. Just focus on me. It says to focus on Jesus. The author and perfecter of our faith. Because for the joy, the joy was before him. He went to the cross. Focus our eyes on Jesus. Fixing your eyes on Jesus. Causes our perspective to change. It makes us see life differently. When we think of Jesus as the focus. Let me give an example. I'm going to be honest. When Bethany told me she was pregnant, I was really excited. <laughs> I was, I was, the thought of being a dad was so happy. I thought, yeah, I'm going to have a baby. And they're going to do everything I say. And they're going to love me always. And they're never going to make a dirty diaper. And I love the idea of being the dad. It felt good. But then she had the baby. And I was working 60, 70 hours a week at my job. I was going to school full time. I was building my home. I was not a good time management. That's a good discover class, time management. <laughs> and the feeling of being a father, uh, not so good. My focus was on my emotions. So I look back to Jesus. And I say, Jesus, who am I? And what should I do? So Jesus says, you are her father. And you will love her through the pain. 
And your love will grow. If I focused on the way my feelings are, I lose being a dad. But if I focus on Jesus and the way he tells me to live, I get set free to be the father I'm called to be. This is why we focus our eyes on Jesus. So Jesus has gifts for us. Who likes gifts? Yeah, anybody? Okay. Well, I have some gifts here. This is a gift for somebody here. Who would like it? Oh, yeah? Well, honestly, the people not raising their hand is like, I really want it. <laughs> so this is a gift for somebody. Who would like it? I give it to somebody. Okay, let's see. No, let's see. Here, 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 here. And, oh, sorry. Right in the eye. Good job. Law. <laughs> <laughs> God has gifts for us. When I was handing out this gift, when I, we handed out the gifts, you felt that excitement, right? What if you choose me? He's not looking at me. <laughs> Maybe I should raise my hand. <laughs> you know, the excitement. That's the excitement we are called to have for us. God, it's, it, we should be, it's the idea of we should be excited for me. It's okay to be excited for what God has you. It's okay to be excited for the plans God has for you. For the miracles he's going to do in our lives. It says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. No matter your situation, if it looks bright and good, or dark and bad, God has gifts for you. It may not always be the gift you want, <laughs> but He gives good gifts to help you, to guide you. It may not be the gift of you can feel good now, but 
but it's the gift of you will get through this and you will get better. God sees the best version of you. And his desire is to create that and bring that out of you. It's going to be good. So focus on Jesus. The other thing to be excited for is excited for others. To have excitement of what God can do in someone else's life. I'm very excited for some people in this room. I can't wait to see what God's going to do in your life. You know, like your ideas and your passions, and I see God speaking to you, and it's Sounded a little like a girl there. Okay. <laughs> it says this, in the same way, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of God's angels over one sinner who repents. Can you imagine heaven? And one sinner repents. One person experiences the forgiveness of Jesus inside of them. Can you imagine the party in heaven with all the angels celebrating a sinner like Ronnie? And how much joy the angels are like, yeah! You think our music is loud? Get ready. <laughs> What? <laughs> Talking about my music? All right. So that's just one person. But imagine if it was the people around you giving their lives to Jesus, experiencing the forgiveness of God. Can you imagine the party in heaven? How exciting that's going to be. And even more. Imagine all three of our celebrations. From the kids to the big kids, you guys. <laughs> the excitement of all the people in heaven knowing Jesus. For the last five years. Encountering the forgiveness and love of God. And even more. Imagine the entire world right now. This Sunday. Coming to know and grow in Jesus. Millions of people. The excitement in heaven. They get it. But even more. 
Imagine since the message of Jesus has come to the world. Every single person until the end of the world that will encounter the forgiveness of God. And that is why we celebrate. We call this in English a celebration. Because we believe this is a, something to celebrate. We want to see celebration in our lives because of what God does in me and what God does in you is amazing. It puts us in wonder. And from that excitement, we offer our hospitality. Because we're excited of what God does, we want others to come and experience the same. So if this is your first time tonight, we are excited you are here. And we hope you feel welcome. Hospitality is we create a loving, welcome home environment. Atmosphere. And we get this from the Bible. In 1 Peter 4.9, it says, offer hospitality without grumbling. Can you imagine if this guy was greeting you today? <laughs> you would not feel the love. Imagine someone, you walk into your house. And your, your family looks at you like this. And they complain about you. They complain about all the work you cause. Maybe some of us have felt that way. That we're not welcome even in our own home. But God's desire is we create a welcome home feeling. That we, that we would welcome home with joy. That we welcome home with excitement. That we enjoy each other. Not put up with each other. <laughs> that when we see someone, we see the miracle that God can do. Or that God has done. And that gives us joy to see the person. The next thing it says in Peter. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards. Each 
This means we welcome with what we have. We take the things we have and we do our best with what we have. Maybe you don't have, maybe you have a big house. Maybe you have a small room. It doesn't matter. You make it a welcome home place. By what you do. By how you create it. How you set it up. Maybe you just have a small place on the floor to sit. You don't feel bad. You make a mat. You put some plates down. Serve some water. You say some swakom. And you do it with joy. With what you have. Don't worry about someone else. Don't compare yourself to other people. I am just as happy in a small room as a big house. When my friends love me. And they're happy to see me. I'm just as happy. You know what I mean? Okay. Next he says, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. We want to welcome with conversation. We don't want you just come in here, listen to me, and leave. <laughs> we want you to take time to know you and for you to know us. That's why we have dinner afterwards. And what I love is the last few weeks I watched some people they go outside because they don't want to eat and that's okay. But I watched some of the leaders in our church they run outside just to go talk to them. The reason we have a first-time visitor table is we want to talk to you and get to know you. And we want to speak words of life into you. And lastly, it says, if anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. We believe God can do miracles as he provides the strength to do so. So we welcome you with power that God wants to do a miracle in your life. That God is here for you. And that's why we do a prayer meeting. That's why maybe in your life it's important to welcome people and pray for them. You may not feel like oh, my faith is not so big. But God says with just a little bit of faith. 
I can do a whole lot of stuff. Because he's all the power we need. So if you feel uh, not so much faith, I don't know, I don't pray out loud very well. <laughs> Just focus on Jesus. And get excited. Because it's going to be something big. It's not about the house. It's about what we do in the house. God gives us this building. But we are the ones who give the welcome. God gives you your home. He, he provides the money for your room. But it's your choice to make it a welcome home. And as a church, God has blessed us with a beautiful place. Nice screen. But the screen saying welcome home does not replace you. And if you come to this church, your job is to be that person that welcomes someone. If you are new to this church, then we want you to enjoy. We all have a place in this plan God has for us. Each one of us God has a plan for excitement and hospitality. There's a, there is a boy in our church. He didn't know Jesus. And he grew up uh, angry. He started to come to church to come to the youth group. And as he came, he learned about the forgiveness of God. That he could give his sins to Jesus and he would be forgiven. So the little boy started to go to church. And as he went, he didn't really understand. He caused trouble. Yeah, at the youth group, he would make fun of the worship leaders. He would push girls. But he always wondered, why am I alone? And one day, that little, that 15-year-old boy sat in his house. And he was looking out his window. He thought, is it possible that I could be someone's friend? I've only felt like an enemy. I've only felt like an enemy. I've never thought it was possible for me to love anyone. But 
Because I don't know how to receive love. And then God told the little boy, You will be someone's friend. You will love the way I made you to love. See, that boy is me. I didn't know how to love and talk to people. I was angry and shy. And through coming and learning about the welcoming presence of God, people in the church, they got beside me. And they showed me forgiveness. Even when I was bad. And that caused me to realize I could be someone's friend. I can experience the miracle inside of me. And it didn't stop with just one friend. It started with my family. And it grew to my other friendships. And it's been growing now to Cambodia. <laughs> A shy little boy in a room. Having a miracle in his heart. That's what God has for us. To forgive our sins. So we can welcome people home.